Hi, and welcome to Around the Loop, a show where we discover what brings people to God and to Weimar Institute. Each episode, we walk one loop around our campus with someone from the Weimar family. You see, the loop is where a lot of Weimar life takes place. It's a half-mile road that circles the campus. It's where we run and walk for exercise. It's where we study, believe it or not, as we quiz each other for tests. It's where we talk over ideas, plans, and problems. And many times, where we pray together. So, we invite you to walk with us as we talk with our guests. We'll get to know their stories and retrace the footprints of their journeys with God. So join us as together we go Around the Loop. Today, Brian hosts our guest, Gary Hess, the guy's dean at Weimar College and Bible teacher at the elementary school. But before all of his current endeavors, Gary Hess spent a good portion of his life in law enforcement. So one thing I, that I do have to say about being in law enforcement, it was exciting. Mm, I bet. It was, uh, it w- it was amazing. I, I, had a, I was talking to a friend one time I had left a, a small police department that I worked at, and I was working for the county sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. And there, I, 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 I was feeling depressed, or there was something in my life that I, I could not put my finger on that was bothering me. Mm. And and he he had also a lateral. That's what they call people that go from one department to another. Mm. Um, he had also la- lateraled to the sheriff's department um, from a, a police department in in Hawaii, and. Mm. I, I was talking to him one day and I said, you know, there's, I, I, I can't figure out what's going on. I'm just, I'm feeling down or whatever. And he mm-hmm. said, it's because you're not getting the adrenaline rush that you were getting. <laughs> and I, I started thinking about that and I thought that's exactly what it was. And after I figured it out, I was okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, you know, I went through my career. Uh, I got married and um, that, uh, that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, the whole time I was feeling a need of the Lord in my life, and, mm-hmm. I, and I struggled with my relationship with, with the Lord mm-hmm. because I knew what I should be doing, and there was a lot of things that I wasn't doing. Yeah. And um, I, I just got to a place where I, I was, I had gone through a divorce. I was sitting in my living room, and I was looking out the window, mm-hmm. and I, I, I kind of said a prayer in my head. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm stuck in the mud. And the sad part is I, I don't even feel one way or the other that I need to get out of here. But if you don't do something, yeah. I'm probably going to be lost. Yeah. And, and the Lord answered my prayer right, right away. Uh, my mom, bless her heart, was in, invited me to some friend's house. And they started watching a series by Stephen Bohr called Cracking the Genesis mm-hmm. Code. And I started going every week because I had quit going to church for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And um, just after my life kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the truth that he shared in that, that series just opened my eyes and changed my understanding of Scripture. Yeah. And it instilled in me a desire to study it. And so um, it was through that process, actually, that the Lord got me back on the right track and mm-hmm. I started going back to church, got involved, 
and I wanted to be involved beyond the local church and the Lord got me involved in army ministries. So having gone to the first army Bible camp, uh, I watched what was going on and I could see that they were trying really hard. I, they did a good job, but behind mm -hmm. the scenes, if you were paying attention, you could see that they were really scrambling. And mm -hmm. I said, said, hey, you guys need uh, some more, you need, you need someone to help you with your organization. You need somebody yeah. to take care of your operations, your logistics, you know, and, and different aspects of running an event. And mm -hmm. they asked me if I wanted to join the team. And so uh, I got involved in that and mm -hmm. um, that was a real blessing uh, from there. I, I, for, I did that for a couple of years and I helped them with about you know 10 or a dozen of their events and helped mm -hmm. run the operation. Mm -hmm. um, and so while I was there, they, I learned about um, AVCO, mm -hmm. um, the Amazing Facts, um, it's not College of Evangelism, Center, I Center, Center, of, Center of Evangelism. And so I decided that I w was gonna, when I retired, because I was getting close to retirement, I wanted to go through the four-month Bible worker program. And um, that program happened to be at Weimar Institute. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'd, I'd been to Weimar Institute once before, and I, when I was here, I, I thought, oh man, Lord, this is such an amazing place out in the you know, woods, living, yeah. in the, living in the country. Mm -hmm. It'd be amazing to live here. But I never thought I would, but here yeah. I am, yeah, seven years later, and I've been here for seven years. Yeah. Um, so I came to Weimar Institute to go through AVCO, and mm -hmm. uh, I spent uh, the first, uh, the last four months of, of uh, 2012 here, from August through December, going mm -hmm. through the program. And when that was complete, I went to India for three weeks mm. on a mission trip. And when I got back, I decided my stuff was here, so I'm gonna go to Weimar College and take a few theology classes. Oh, really? Yeah, which uh, I'd always been interested in doing, but never had the opportunity, and I thought, well, since I have the opportunity, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And um, it was really odd, because the devil was trying to get me to leave, mm -hmm. because I'm going to college with a bunch of young pe people, Yeah. And I didn't connect with them, and I didn't connect with any of the faculty members, mm -hmm. and I just felt like I didn't belong. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked myself, you know, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can go back down to Southern California, you can do what you want, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to work anymore because you have a retirement. Yeah. Um, and so I, I thought about it and I prayed about it, and I just, the Lord, just led me. I mean, he didn't tell me like, "Hey, Gary." He yeah. impressed me that that I needed to be here, mm -hmm. and so I made the decision to stay. And then the temptation to leave left, mm -hmm. and um, I went through the the semester. And that's that year we ended up going to Lebanon mm -hmm. on a mission trip. And um, while we were on the mission trip, I really connected with the students. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I finished the semester and then that summer I got a phone call and was asked if I wanted to be the men's dean, hmm. for uh, the residence hall dean for the yeah. college, which yep. I'm still currently the residence hall dean. Yeah. And uh, it, it's been a real blessing in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I've uh, completed my degree. I have a degree in 
um, religion and education. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also teaching Bible at the uh, elementary school mm -hmm. um, to the sixth through eighth graders. And, and that's a blessing, uh, working yeah. with the young people. Yeah. And so what, what I want people to know is that if you open your heart to the Lord mm -hmm. and you're honest with Him, He will begin to work in your life. Mm -hmm. And He will do amazing things and take you places that you never thought you would go before. Yeah. Um, since since I, I recommitted my life to the Lord, I got involved with Army. Uh, as I said, I got involved with you know Army Ministries, mm -hmm. um, traveled around the country, helping out with uh, uh, Bible camps. I uh, ended up here at, mm -hmm. at Weimar. Mm -hmm. And um, since I've been at Weimar, um, I've been to India, I've been to Lebanon twice, I've been to Brazil. Mm -hmm. um, and, and all the things that I thought I would never do, I find myself now doing. Doing, yeah. And, and so I, I feel that I, that I have a full life. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, along the process, um, I, I met my wife Sally when I was working at the Sheriff's Department. You know, when I, when I had given my life back to the Lord and the Lord was um, encouraging me to reach other people and mm -hmm. um, I, I Met, uh, she worked in the office right next to mine. Yeah. We knew each other for seven years. We were friends, mm -hmm. but um, that's all we ever were. And if somebody had said to me, you know, one day you're going to be married to Sally, I would have said, <laughs> no, I'm not. You're yeah. crazy. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord works things out. And mm -hmm. um, the thing that I knew about Sally was that she was a good person. Mm -hmm. And if she knew something was right, she's going to do it. Yeah. And so... I began to share the scriptures with her, mm -hmm. and as she saw the truth unfolding, she gave her heart to the Lord, mm -hmm. and she got baptized and became a member of the church. Mm -hmm. And after that happened, and we got to know each other, we started spending more time together. Yeah. And um, it, it took a while, it took about three years, but um, uh, eventually we got we got married, mm -hmm. obviously, mm -hmm. and um, she's here with me. She does uh, financing for the college, yeah. and uh, our daughter Sarah is here, and she's, uh, she's going to be starting nursing next year. Mm -hmm. So all the things that I was missing in my life and that I had lost, the Lord replaced them. Mm. And uh, it's, it's just, I can't tell you how important it is that we're honest with the Lord when we're, when we're working on our relationship with Him, mm -hmm. that we open our heart to Him and allow Him to come in and change mm -hmm. who we are. And if we, if we do that, He will, he will answer that prayer. Yeah. You know, in, in the book of Job, in chapter 39, it, it talks about, it uses animals to describe different behaviors of, of people. Mm -hmm. and, and I learned this from Carl Wilcox. Mm -hmm who's uh, one of the, uh, he's the, he's the English uh, professor at the college. Mm -hmm. And um, there's, there's, it describes a, a battle horse in there. Mm -hmm. And he's ready, he's always ready to fight. And mm -hmm. he's always ready to, to run into the battle. Yeah. Well, after spending all the time that I had in law enforcement, that was kind of who I was. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you want to fight, okay. <laughs> um, 
I mean, we don't have to, but if you want to, I'm willing yeah. to do that also. Yeah. You know, when you when you get into those service type jobs, mm -hmm. you know, law enforcement, uh, the medical field, yeah. emergen emergency, dealing with em emergencies and people in emergency situations, mm -hmm. uh, because you're doing things, sometimes you forget about the people you're dealing with and yeah. they just become kind of problems that you have to deal with. Yeah. And we always have to remember that Christ died for each of those people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you can become a little hard-hearted. Actually, I think that emotionally you have to do that yeah, exactly. just to survive mm -hmm. in the world, so to speak. So traumatic. Um, but, so being here has been good for me, and actually being the dean has helped me to recognize that each of these young men that are here, mm -hmm. they matter to the Lord. Yeah. You know, and, and they come here initially, and, um, you know, after we get to know each other and they spend a few years here, mm -hmm. they become your friends. So yeah. I think the hardest part about this job is that you get used to these people being around and then they graduate and they leave yeah. and then you don't <laughs> see them anymore. Yeah. So um, so God has been good to me. Yeah. I, uh, I look at the times in my life, you know, when I was in law enforcement, you know, pursuits, Mm -hmm. driving at 100 miles an hour, yeah. the near car collisions that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, there's one, one incident in particular where I, I was driving pretty fast. I don't remember, I don't know, maybe 90 miles an hour, mm -hmm. and uh, was, uh, we were chasing a car. And um, he crossed over onto the incoming, oncoming lanes, mm. and I just felt in the, the pit of my stomach I felt sick because yeah. I thought he was going to take out another car head on yeah. and um, you know but he came back over to the other side mm -hmm. and and once he got actually he ran out of gas that's why he stopped oh. but um, he was just somebody with mental issues that yeah. had stolen his brother's car and was out driving around but yeah. I, I didn't get scared a lot I, I'm not scared of people mm -hmm. um, but you know, that incident in particular sticks in my mind just yeah. because I was afraid of what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you, you can't be afraid in that line of work mm -hmm. because if you are, um, you won't last very long. Yeah. And, and so where did that come from, the ability to do that? You know, even though we may not be doing exactly what it is that the Lord wants us to do, mm -hmm. um, the Lord's still there with us. Yes. And he's taking care of us even when we don't recognize it. Yeah. And once you once you come to the Lord and, and you give your heart to Him and you start looking back over your life and you realize the Lord has been with me all along. Mm -hmm. I, I turned my back on Him. He never turned turned away from me. Mm -hmm. exactly. And so, you know, that that's the point. Never turn away from God. Yeah. You know, pay attention to what you're doing because God teaches us spiritual lessons mm -hmm. in His Word that we need we need to remember and we need to understand. For example, you know, we breathe air but if it's poisonous, it'll kill us. Mm. Spiritually speaking, what's the environment that we're living in? Mm. Yeah. Is it is it poisonous? Mm. Because it'll spiritually kill us. Yeah. If we're not spending time in the Word, mm -hmm. we're not eating the food, the spiritual food God has provided. We're going to starve ourselves to death. Yeah. Um, you know, if we don't if we don't cleanse ourselves daily by taking a shower, eventually we'll end up being diseased. Mm -hmm. You know, if we don't. Uh, spiritually speaking, ask God for, for cleansing, then 
we end up with, um, you know, we end up walking in a life of sin and yeah. we, we walk away from the light into the darkness. I think that's a hard thing for people to remember that maybe we're raised in a Christian home mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they've, they've really never experienced the world and so they're just kind of used to all of this, you know, the yeah. whole cult, it becomes the culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have to go into a life of sin to then come back and, and recognize the things that God can do for you in your life. If you yeah. were blessed by being raised in a home where your parents are Christians and you've never really ventured outside of your, your Christianity, yeah. then um, good for you mm. because God's blessed you with that. Mm. But make sure that what you're doing for the Lord is real in your heart mm. and it's not just something that you're, you're doing because um, it's a cultural thing. Mm. Have to make make it, it a real thing. Yeah. Make it a true thing in your heart. Exactly. And, and the Lord will bless you. Thanks for joining us on another trip around the loop. Perhaps after listening, you have a desire to learn more about Weimar Institute and the people who make this campus a reality. Maybe you're even curious about joining the family. If you have any questions at all, feel free to check us out online at weimar.edu or on your favorite social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Weimar Institute. We're on YouTube as well, where you can watch a short film on our guest speakers. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Melissa Osichuk, and this was Around the Loop.